Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. You might want to plug that back in, buddy, because this is the podcast. Plug is in. <laughs> and this is the podcast. It's producer Welcome. Rhea in with tubes. Uh, we had a big show today. Forty was there. Give us an update on all things. In fact, I didn't realise that uh, Lisa Wilkinson was doing some stuff. She was doing some stuff. She and Britney Spears is also doing some stuff that Forty oh, will tell us about in the yes, podcast. Yes, he will. Uh, we also were joined by Paul Lennon, who's the former Premier, and he is a proponent of an alternative stadium plan for Tassie Tubes. Yeah, that was quite interesting chat. I mean, look... It, it goes on for a bit, but it covers a lot of ground, and he makes mm. some very valid points. Here's what you missed. Live on the listener app, right across Tassie, and on FM 107.3 in Hobart. It's Triple M Breakfast for IGA, where the locals matter. Producer Rhea in with Tubes. Happy Friday. Oh, we made it. We made it. We got through another one. Well, we're nearly. I mean, for me, I've already been at work. An hour an and hour. six minutes. Well, actually an hour and two minutes, but I'll go into that a little bit later on. It's Free Plug Friday. Good morning, Hobart. If you've got a business, a community event, or a friend you want to give a plug to... Yeah, just plug your mates. Anything that you've got going on or you want to you want to get the word out about, let us know. 0488881073 or give us a call, one triple three five three, and you'll get yourself a ticket in the meat trade tubes. A hundred bucks of meat, thanks to Robbo's... Chicken and meats open seven days in Glenorchy. Wow, wow Robo. We've got that down, Pat. Big, big show today. We've got plenty coming up. An update from Peter 44 with all things entertainment. Plus, we'll speak to one of the proponents of the new stadium. The alternative stadium. Well, I feel like people are rallying around it at $2.3 billion if we can get some private investment, some questions for the proponent of that Macquarie Point Stadium alternative, yep. or the Regatta Point Stadium, I guess you'd call it, because it's not at Macquarie Point. No, true. And if you've got a question about this alternative stadium, let us know, 0488 881073. Tessa Randello from the Triple M Newsroom is joining us live in the studio. Good morning, Tessa. Good morning. Tessa, big night in Parliament. Big night, long night in Parliament, to yes. be honest. There was a vote of no confidence finally against the Premier. It did fail, so that means there's no vote of no confidence against him. But the Parliament was split. So the House was split 50-50 for yeses and noes. The thing that saved him was basically the, what they... It's not... It's basically a tiebreaker vote from the Speaker who yes. voted no, which okay. kind of kept him in his position. Mm-hmm. So which... Uh, I don't, this is a question without notice. Lara Alexander, did she vote for a no, vote of no confidence? This is a good question. Okay. I don't no, have no, the document okay. in front no, of no, me, that's but fine. I can that's let fine. you know. I, I'm just really interested in this because it is... Parliament's on tenterhooks, you know. It's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty split at the moment. There was also the... Uh, Project of project, State Significance pro, Yeah, Project vote. of State mm-hmm. Significance vote. How did that go with regards to the stadium? So, Labor's actually going, going to vote in favour of that. And they remain saying that they're not in favour of the stadium, but they are in favour of this system because it sends the Project of State Significance, kind of sends the Mac Point Stadium plan to go be looked at by an independent planning commission. Um, and they also say that Tasmanians will get more details than if the government was the one kind of dealing with everything. Um, Rebecca White also in Parliament 
told Michael Ferguson that he should contest becoming the Premier. Oh. She said that he would be much better than Jeremy Rockliffe and then called a vote of no confidence. So it's right. all sorts of drama happened in Parliament yesterday. I think that's a bit uh, cheeky from Rebecca White, the <laughs> Labor opposition leader, telling the Liberal Party how to run their business. But I know that's how politics works. And it's interesting that they've actually voted for the project of state significant system to be able to get that Macquarie Point Stadium through. And I think that's what Tasmanians want. I know that's what Lara Alexander and John Tucker both wanted. They wanted more information. Mm-hmm. And I, I think most Tasmanians want to see what exactly is happening. I know that's the way I, I want things to run out. Be yeah. I want to see the details. Of course. If someone's going to give me something, let me know what it is, especially if me, as a taxpayer, I'm going to pay for it. So, yeah, great. I think that's a good... Big tick step in the right direction. Yeah, step in the right direction for Parliament. Some good news, Tessa. We could see. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> we could see. I know. We could see the Tasmanian tiger come back. Maybe. So this Aussie scientist who's been working on bringing the Tasmanian tiger back from extinction, or basically like creating a new one. Um, he's been working on it for 15 years and has finally partnered with a U- US company, sorry, called Colosso Bioscience. And their plan is to bring it back. Resurrect it. Resurrect it. They also want to bring back the woolly mammoth and the <laughs> dodo. They say we're not going to have it like next year, but like yeah. plans are in the place they've got enough DNA to do it apparently don't really know the exact details but how I, crazy I, I'm I'm not sure you know like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little sceptical on this I, I feel like given that it's a US company that are funding it you know we know what the US is like a little bit like look at me <laughs> this is what's happening and then nobody backs it up so I'm, I'm look good luck to them all the very best I just feel like why bother doing that? Why don't we spend some money doing some other things that are a little more important than bringing back the thylacine and the woolly mammoth? The woolly mammoth hasn't been here for a long time. <laughs> that's is a, that, good, that's a that, good point. Is it a priority? I don't know. There should be... There's a lot of uh, diseases that we could be putting some money into to try and fix, but I mean, you know... That's a good point, but we also... It could mean all sorts of things, science-wise and... I, I doubt they'd be re-releasing them into the wild anytime I, soon. But I don't think we're going to have Jurassic Park no. like <laughs> running through the fields. When I see the front page of the Mercury saying we will build a tiger, I'm thinking they're doing it out of Lego. <laughs> Tessa Randello <laughs> from the Triple M newsroom. Thanks for the updates. It's Triple M breakfast. How did you go, Jeeves, with day two of your activation strategy? Always been a bit of an activator. I spoke with. <laughs> Scott from South Hobart, but he reckons that I was hitting snooze too much. And he makes a fair point. Some days I'd hit snooze three times. That's 27 minutes of snoozing. That's too long. Yeah. And today, second day of being a pure set the alarm. And get up on the first go. Get up on the Mm -hmm. first go. Um, I was all right. Mm -hmm. I had... Yesterday I made a few mistakes. One of those mistakes was not having everything lined up ready to go out the door. So I was looking for my headphones as I was walking out the door and then went back in and forgot my phone and blah 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 today bang activated shoes on out the door shut the gate walk straight past just waved at michael although i did sort of pop my head in and say good morning michael at just a bite but didn't get caught up in it he (laughs) he was upset because i blamed him for being seven minutes late so i did say i sort of apologized and said i'm sorry mate i just had to keep going i've got to keep going i'm an actor I'm an activator now. <laughs> you need to allow time for Michael. 
Uh, well, in your walk to work, you need to allow a few extra minutes. He only wanted to, to talk in. smack about Essendon, and, and, <laughs> uh, you know, I, there's only so much that I can take. Maybe I give him one one sort of drop off a week, uh, and ended up being only four minutes late. So I've got some time to make up, but I was okay. a little quicker than you this morning. You were, and that snoozer over here. <laughs> well, it's actually because I had to wash my hair this morning, which is a, a whole ordeal. But I tried as well, mm-hmm. though I didn't do as well as I would have hoped because I was a bit more tired than usual. I went to bed a little bit later because I sure. napped in the afternoon, but I got up on the second snooze. So I, was, I used, didn't snooze five. Normally you I snooze. normally snooze four times. I snoozed till 20 past four and today I only snoozed until 10 past four. So we're making activation <laughs> efforts. I like it. We're you a snoozer or an activator like me. Andy from Lena Valley has given us a call. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Tube. You've got a free plug you want to give away, Andy. Go yeah, exactly. I work for, for Ben Paramore for Jim's Mowing. I've been doing that for about eight months and two weeks. But I uh, summed that up, yes. He said, oh, Jai, he's leaving. He's got work somewhere else. So he's actually short of staff. And I'll tell you what, I helped him a fair bit yesterday, about three or four hours. And I'll tell you what, in other words... Uh, employment consultant said, mate, he's, he's short staff. So Jim's mowing um, uh, to an adventure every time. So we went up to Baghdad on Wednesday up up there with Jacob and Zach. And I'll tell you what, the main thing about getting up there and, and sort of trimming hedges and pruning roses and things is the journey up and journey back. But tell you what, Ben Paramore from Jim's mowing, he's looking for some, you know, some people. There you go, a little employment plug there as well, Andy. And shout out to Ben Paramore from Jim's Mowing, who's looking for staff. I'm sure if you whack it into Google, you can find them, uh, find oh, them well pretty done, easy. Andy. <laughs> I love so much that you you say it's an adventure every time. That's such a great yeah, way of looking at it. I've even been down to Kingston, but oh, that yeah, look, I can tell you. When it bucketed down with rain and there's a lot of wind, that's when he gave me a message. Uh, uh, look, uh, no, no work today. Have a great day. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Good on you, Andy. That's Andy from Lena Valley doing exactly what we love here on Triple M Breakfast, giving us a call on one triple three five three and a free plug for Jim's Mowing who are looking for employees here as well. And well done, Andy. What I loved it how he said the adventure on the journey up to Baghdad and back. Yeah. That's where you have some good times in the Absolutely. car with your mates, your workmates. That's brilliant. Little, little mini road trip. Andy's got a ticket in the meat tray for 100 bucks worth of meat. So do you, Jack from Rokeby, on the text line. Good morning. I'd take one ticket in the meat tray, please. Jack from Rokeby. Good on you, Jack. It's Triple M Breakfast. Text chat. Love your text coming through on 0488881073. Hi, guys. For years, I've only had the one old-fashioned alarm with no snooze button. Therefore, I get up when it goes off or I will be late. It really trains your brain to wake up in the morning. That's from Barbie. Good on you, Barbie. That's a great point. If you don't have the option of going back to sleep, maybe you won't. Frank says, snooze, you lose. Good on you, Frankie from Old Beach. (laughs) Love that text. Morning, Tubes. Barry O here. It's a double snooze for me in the morning. You and your new activator mates could form a group and call yourselves the Yeasty Boys. <laughs> I really love that. What does that mean? Because yeast has to be activated. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, it, yeah. It it, it's an activator in, a, in bread. Sure. That's a bit of a reach there, Barry O. <laughs> <laughs>
Love your text coming through on 0488881073. Caitlin said, this came through after the show, from Oakdowns, lol, I snoozed for an hour this morning. Now I'm going to be late. Wish me luck in this traffic. Oh, Caitlin, I hope you oh, got no. to work okay <laughs> yesterday. Let us know if you made it, Caitlin. Yeah, 0488881073. And Paul from Kingston says, all for the alternative proposal, but it needs to be a 35,000-plus seat stadium as there wouldn't be any room to expand in the future. Also, the residents on this new proposition would have to sign a waiver to not complain about noise and all the events that will happen there. Thanks, Paul. Love your text. Every single one of those texts also gets a ticket in the meat tray tubes. We've got a Robbo's Chicken and Meat $100 to spend there every Friday. So if you send us through a text all throughout the week or give us a call or you've got a free plug today for Free Plug Friday... Feel free, and that will get you a ticket in the meat tray. 0488 or give us a call, one triple three five three. You can call one triple three five three. Just like Noel Hunt has. He's the manager of 10 Lives Cat Centre. Good morning, Noel. G'day, how are we? Noel, you need some help out at the 10 Lives Cat Centre. Yeah, we sure do. We need a whole bunch of foster carers to help us look after... All the cats and kittens that will be coming into our care. We're just sitting in the quiet before the storm. And any day now, but certainly in less than two weeks, kitten season starts. And it's sort of like pow. You know, there's just, uh, we go from taking only 100 cats and kittens into our care a month to 300. Gee, (laughs) that's a lot of cats. It's a lot of cats. That's about how many Rhea has at her house at one time. She's a cat lady. (laughs) I have four cats, Noel, one of which was a foster fail. So you're after some foster carers, but how do we avoid them being foster fails? Well, we don't actually mind a foster fail because that's getting a permanent home for a a kitty. It's true. It is a positive. But but we do need the foster carers, so we, we need about 70 uh, you know, straight away in the next couple of weeks and then uh, we recruit about another 70 throughout the season which runs, as I say, from any time now through to late May. Um, we provide the training. We provide all the food, all the litter, all the toys, all the seven-day-a-week uh, veterinary care and uh, after-hours call uh, veterinary care. Uh, all the folks do is provide the, uh, the love and the, uh, and the place to look after them. So it's just to look after a cat until you find a permanent home for that cat? Yes, it could be really simple cases, like it might be a small litter of uh, kittens that are perfectly healthy and maybe just not quite old enough uh, to be desexed because we can't desex them until they're eight or nine weeks old. Uh, could be a perfectly healthy, uh, nice adult that we just haven't got room for in the adoption rooms. Um, or, you know, there's people that do take on slightly more complicated things where they have to medicate and that sort of thing. And it could be as short as um, looking after some kittens over the weekend to several weeks. Um, But it's whatever works for the people, whatever suits their circumstances, whether they have other pets and uh, dog, cat, uh, whether or not they've got kids, we sort of match it up to make sure that it really works for the people. And... If something comes up and somebody says, up, oh, suddenly I've got, I've got to go away, that's no problem. You just bring the cat or the kitten straight back, no problem. And can anyone become a foster carer? Absolutely, yes. Um, you know, that's quite often uh, 
uh, it's a, a bit of a family affair, but it, it might be an individual. Uh, you know, it, uh, you might be um, in a flat, you might be in a house. Uh, you've got to be able to keep the uh, the cattle, the kitten indoors because um, they won't. Uh, you know, that will be the safest thing for them. But uh, other than that, uh, it's pretty pretty straightforward. A uh, bit of a simple training course, and away you go. Fantastic. So, how do we get involved? Uh, well, you can uh, jump on uh, our website, tenlives.com.au, jump on our Facebook, uh, give us a call, drop into the centre, and uh, we'll organise it from there. Noel from the Ten Lives Cat Centre, thank you so much for your call. It's Triple M Breakfast. I had one of the most enjoyable experiences and unique experiences of my life this week. This is what happened with Par Avion. And this is a holding point line here, this solid yellow line. We're going to push the the brakes. Brakes. So, yep, we're going to stop here. Now I'm going to check a, a range of... So, I'm going to check the flight controls. We've set our flaps for takeoff. And where is the toilet on this aircraft? Yeah, I should have mentioned that earlier. <laughs> I have to go back now. You reckon you can hang on for 30 minutes, Tube? Just going to do a check on the engine now. Oh, electrical system still happy there. That's all working well. We've done everything that we need to do now to go and fly this airplane. So, uh, you ready to go? I think so, Kale. Let's do it. Once we line up on the runway, okay. I'm going to talk you through the ta- the process for taking off, and you're actually going to do the takeoff yourself. Oh, I don't know about that. That's... I'm the pilot in command. You're on my control now, so you got to do what I say, all right? So okay. Whatever. Be brave. <laughs> Echo, Oscar Kilo's ready, runway 30, Cambridge. Okay. Here we are, lining up on runway 30. I'll get you to put your hands on the control column. Good. Yeah, okay. I'm going to keep us in the centre of the runway. We're accelerating nicely, so about here I get you to start pulling back on that control column. Yeah, a bit more, it's about to lift off, here we go. Good, there it is, lovely, now just push forward a little bit, bit more. You're in control of that angle now, so we want to we wanna just sort of have the dashboard level with the top of the hills. Okay. That's just a nice climb angle to give us the, the correct climb speed. And if the airplane starts wobbling around left to right, you can fix that. So right now, turn right by turning the control column to the right. It'll just wobble around a little bit with the movement of the air. Yeah, I mean, angle. you're saying that, but I'm sort of, I sort of feel a little... So you're turning it right there to bring that back to wings level. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. This is not fantastic. This feels so awkward. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit too uh, nervous or... Just pitch, pitch the nose down a little bit. Yeah, good, good. So you can see Mount Wellington, Kanani in the distance there. We're going to yeah. fly straight towards that. Okay. So we'll try and keep pointing in that direction. Well done, mate. Well done. You're flying a plane. Great. That is me flying a plane with Par Avion taking part in the Learn to Fly experience that is available to every single person in Tasmania over the age of 12. Absolutely ludicrous. You can do that. And in fact, we're giving you, Hobart, right now the opportunity to learn how to fly with Par Avion with their Learn to Fly experience. All you have to do is give us a call. one triple three five three is the number right now to call. All you have to do is tell us in a few words as to why you want to learn to fly. Ready to soar to new heights above Southern Tassie? Learn to fly with Par Avion and Triple M Breakfast. Explore Tasmania with Par Avion and their award-winning tours. If you've ever wondered what it would like be like to learn to fly, all you've got to do is call us right now. One triple three five three. We've got two Learn to Fly Ultimate Experiences with Par Avion to give to you, Hobart. And all you have to do is call one triple three five three, just like Leanne from Bothwell. Good morning, Leanne. Good morning. 
you've got uh, someone you actually want to nominate. You don't want to do this yourself. You want to nominate someone. Yes, my husband, Michael. Hello. Right. Okay, Michael. Tell us about Michael. So, Michael um, is a little bit scared of thrill-seeking stuff, but I sent him up in a helicopter for Christmas last year, and he absolutely loved it, even though he was terrified. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, Leanne. He's scared, but you sent him. Oh, yeah. Is that some form of torture there, Leanne? No, I just like to push his limit. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> it's good to step outside our comfort zones. And, and, Absolutely. And now you want to nominate him to learn to fly? Yes, for sure. You think he'll be scared of that? He probably will be, but he'll do it. All right, all right. Well, Leanne, we'll pop you in the draw. I might need Michael to call in to make sure that he's okay <laughs> with, with being nominated. Um, he'll be fine. And how are things in Bothwell this morning? A little bit foggy, but not too bad. Lovely place. The Bothell Bushfest coming up next month too. Yeah, it's great. I love the Bushfest. Looking forward to that. Good on you, Leanne from Bothell, nominating her husband, Michael. G'day to Sam in Fawcett. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Who would you like to nominate, Sam? Uh, I want to nominate my son, Brock. Brock? How old is Brock? He's 14. Oh, and you're happy <laughs> to send him up in a plane by himself with a pilot and learning to fly? Oh, absolutely. He's got um, a little home set up for like to, for driving cars and everything. He has had one with, for a helicopter, I believe. Right. I think just what an experience for him. I think he would absolutely love it. Okay. Well, we'll put Brock in the draw. You only have to be 12 to do it. Do you think he's a bit of a thrill seeker, is he, Brock? Oh, he's definitely not a thrill seeker, <laughs> but he will love the experience of learning everything and the gauges and everything. But yeah, oh. the, the height might be a small issue, but the, the rest of it will be good. Good on you, Sam, for Fawcett. Love it. Thank <laughs> you. I love these people just ringing up, sending people up that don't want to do it. Brilliant stuff. Caitlin from Hi. Hobart. Good morning, Caitlin. How are you? Good morning. Good. How are you? Wonderful. Who are you nominating? I'm nominating myself. Tell me why. Because um, I love to travel. And, um, you know, I'd love to, you know, learn to fly a plane. <laughs> well, I never thought that I would absolutely do this, but for me, it's been brilliant. And I probably will go back and have another crack at it, I reckon, Caitlin. Good on Why you. We'll not? pop you into the draw. Brilliant stuff. Awesome. Uh, Thank you. Well done. We've got Adrian, who's nominated himself. Good on you, Adrian, from National Park. We'll also get to Ian in Dover. Good morning, Ian. Yes, hello. You want to nominate someone? Who are you nominating? Uh, I was uh, wanting to nominate myself. Well, you can do that. Why do you want to learn to fly, <laughs> Ian? Oh, because uh, uh, I've always wanted to fly, and I did an experience in New Zealand 12 months ago and uh, flew for an hour there, and it was just amazing. So. Brilliant stuff, Ian. Love it. And how are things in Dover today? Uh, I'm actually uh, nearly into Hobart, but oh, uh, yeah, they were pretty awesome when I left uh, an hour ago. On the way to the big city. Good on you, Ian. Love it when you call one triple three five three. You can do just like those folks have done. Explore Tasmania with Par Avion and their award-winning tours. We've got two lucky listeners who will be heading to the Learn to Fly experience with Par Avion. Or you can head to triplem.com.au and tell us in 25 less or why you want to learn to fly. It's Triple M Breakfast. Australia's number one entertainment reporter, Peter Forty Four, joins us live on the line. Morning, Forty. Good morning to you both. Forty, Lisa Wilkinson's in court with Channel Ten. What's happening? Boy, talk about a messy story getting even messier because now Lisa Wilkinson, who is still employed by Channel Ten, is suing Channel Ten. 
Now, this is because of unpaid legal fees, as she sees it. So, long story short, Bruce Lehrman was suing Channel 10 and Lisa Wilkinson over the Brittany Higgins interview. So, and then that infamous Logie's speech. And basically, Lisa said, I want to have my own independent legal representation. I don't want the Channel 10 lawyers representing me. And so she says they agreed to that and they agreed to pay for it. But now it seems they're not paying the bills. She says she's sent over $700,000 worth of bills to Channel 10 to be paid and they're not paying up. So it's going to be most interesting. This is in the Supreme Court and this is all ahead of the actual defamation case, which doesn't start until next month. So Lisa's in, in a very, very deep legal situations at the moment. Messy stuff, Forty, and the only thing I sort of deduced from that is that $710,000 worth of legal bills, I should have been a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the old thing, isn't it? The only winners in these situations are the legal teams. And Britney Spears's book is already a bestseller and hasn't even dropped yet, Forty. Well, there's been so much stuff this week. I mean, it's been amazing about her and Justin Timberlake mm. and you know, she's obviously got. She's had an extraordinary life of ups and downs, but it's already gone to number one on the Amazon bestseller list, and it doesn't even come out till next week. But interestingly, she herself is not going to be doing any publicity for it. She's done one interview with People magazine, and that was just by email. They sent her the questions, <sighs> and she typed the responses. So you, you would think she'd be doing a, at least a one big one, like an Oprah or something but she's not doing anything at all in terms of television. Uh, well, we just hope that Brittany's safe. Uh, rave reviews for Paul McCartney's first Aussie show, 2.40. Yeah, well, there may be a lot of people coming up to Melbourne this weekend because he's on in Melbourne tomorrow night. So he did Adelaide Wednesday night. Three-hour show. You know, he's 81 years old. That's he's doing three-hour shows. You know, it opens up with Can't Buy Me Love and it just takes off for me. It is an extraordinary catalogue of music. So, and also on Wednesday night, they got a real thrill because one of the Beatles' rarities for the real diehards is a song called She's a Woman. And he hasn't performed that for about 17 years, I don't think. So he did that on Wednesday night. So no guarantee he'll do that in Melbourne, but he often does throw in extra special things. So if you are coming up for it at the weekend, I think you're going to be in for a real treat. Well, Peter Forty Ford, it's always good to chat to you. you got your fingers on the pulse with all things... Australian Entertainment. We'll catch you on Monday. See you Monday. If you're following the stadium debate, you would have seen that the gentleman who joins us in the studio has proposed a new stadium and development for Regatta Point. Paul Lennon is the former Premier and proponent of the new Mac Point slash Regatta Point Stadium infrastructure debate, whatever you want to call it. It's happening, but we've seen it in the newspaper. Paul Lennon, thank you so much for joining us on Triple M. Oh, it's a pleasure, Chubbs. Uh, thanks for inviting me in. Tell us about what you have proposed for Regatta Point. Well, what we're proposing uh, for Regatta Point is a is a private public partnership, um, which would be an iconic urban renewal project for Hobart. Um, we we believe that it it would um, make sure that the the entrance to Hobart, the gateway to Hobart, you know, across the Tasman Bridge would be spectacular. Um, our proposal includes apartments, a stadia, which would be capable of holding um, AFL football, um, concert events, 
you know, 23,000 seats at a minimum for AFL football, 30 to 35,000 capacity f- for a concert, that we, we could attract international concerts, we're certain, uh, with our proposal. Uh, we've got a hotel, convention centre. Convention centres badly needed for the city. Social housing, we all know how important getting more housing is, particularly housing that's affordable. And, frankly, that needs to be on uh, level ground so it's available for... Um, uh, all, all walks of life, um, not on the side of a hill. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've had a, a little bit to do with um, trying to find housing for people with disabilities in recent years with, uh, with friends of mine. You know, we're very committed to that. So I can see um, uh, our social housing project playing a role there. We, we want our site to be family-friendly, um, to, be, to make sure the rivers re- remains accessible to the public. Our project does that. Um, you know, we want to look after and respect the cenotaph and the wishes of the RSL, as well as the Regatta Association. We see them as keystone stakeholders. Uh, the RSL have um, have been engaged with us for some months now. We have received their written endorsement unanimously. Um, we're very pleased about that. I, I, I wouldn't, and nor would any of my colleagues, proceed it, uh, on with this project if we hadn't the support of the RSL. How long has mm. this p- plan been in... In uh, well, Dean Coleman, who's uh, the mastermind behind um, all the design work, and he's to be congratulated um, for putting his time and effort into this, has been looking at uh, the regatta grounds and this part of Hobart for many years now about what could happen there. And at one point in time, he proposed that uh, a new Royal Hobart Hospital could be constructed around this site. I saw that work that he did. I was impressed by it. Um, so I was very pleased when he uh, came to see me um, back in May and uh, asked if I would work with him to try and get this proposal together and I said that I would. Um, uh, so with Dean we have put quite a big team around us now. In all, somewhere close to $5 million has been spent to get the project to this point over, over the last few years, uh, both from the old... Um, Royal Hobart Hospital proposal and the work that's been updated since. Why do you think nothing's (coughs) been done at Macquarie Point then? It's been a long time coming. We've seen multiple things happen down for for Macquarie Point. Why is nothing happening at Macquarie Point and this one has moved around the corner to to Regatta Point? Well, it does look to us like um, we are, uh, uh, you know, in advance of where the Macquarie Point Authority is with their alternate proposal. I mean, that's a matter for them to explain. Uh, what their processes are and where their projects at, um, and they'll, they'll need, I think, to do a lot of thinking about how they can resolve uh, the critical issues that that site has environmentally, um, proximity to Hunter Street, to the TSO, um, and you know, which is a cultural icon of, of Hobart, Tasmania, and, and the nation really as a small orchestra, um, and, and but in particular how they resolve uh, the issues with the line of sight. Uh, for the cenotaph across to Battery Point up Davy Street, uh, which, which is a, a critical component of the cultural significance of that monument, probably the most important monument uh, in, uh, in, in Tasmania. And certainly it, it, it is the oldest uh, cenotaph uh, in Australia, having been constructed in 1925. And so there, are, there is um, particular references to the cenotaph and the requirements um, for structures around it in the Sullivan's Cove planning scheme.
Paul, why spend the time creating this plan when the AFL deal specifically says that the stadium must be at the Mac Point site rather than Regatta Point? Well, this is an urban renewal project and it was on, un, un, under those terms that uh, the federal government agreed to put $240 million on the table. Uh, the federal government just didn't put money on the table for an AFL stadium. They said they wanted an urban renewal project um, and, and everybody agreed to that, including the AFL. Well, our, so our, our project is urban renewal. We have a stadium um, in, in a different place w- within this broad site than the, Mori, uh, the, the Macquarie Point Authority does. Um, you know, I said to Chiefs just before we came on live, you could probably kick a football between um, uh, the, the two stadium proposals uh, where uh, Macquarie Point um, believe they can put their stadium. But I think it's quite telling, isn't it, that they haven't released the stadium yet. Um, uh, we have. Uh, our stadium is largely buried into the bank, so it it, it, it doesn't impact on, on the cenotaph. Um so uh, at, at a minimum, these stadiums have to be 11 storeys high in equivalence uh, so, um, um, to have a roof and to be able to play football and to be able to play cricket and other sporting events there. Who's paying for your proposal if it gets up? Because well, it's been met frostily by the government. Well, I, I wouldn't describe it like that, their reaction uh, like that, Chibs. I've been in, uh, I and uh, Dean, you know, we've been in discussion with uh, the government now since June. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they wanted private sector involvement. Well, here we are. Now, um, and, but you, you, you can't just um, put your head in the sand and say, well, we're just going to put a stadium there um, uh, if it's not supported um, widely uh, by the community. You know, where is Macquarie Point geographically? We're going to have that discussion. Yeah. Uh, and and um, as the Lord Mayor said in the paper today, and, and uh, you know, we, we've been uh, really heartened uh, by our conversations with her uh, over the period now. As she said there today, if this is the best proposal and, and uh, if they're four or 500 metres apart, I mean... What, what, but who's, the, who's paying for it? Who's, well, who's well uh, ours is a public-private partnership. Okay. So we, we think in, in all up, um, our, the investment that we're proposing would be around $2.3 billion. We've had some discussion with large um, uh, private financiers um, we got to the point where we couldn't do any more work um, w- without putting our project uh, out for public input, uh, for, d- for public discussion, uh, and without under, uh, the financiers being able to understand the level of interest from government. Bit of water to go under the bridge, Paul Lennon. We appreciate your time for coming in. And obviously there's more information. Where can people go to get more information about well, your project? Y- well, yes, people can go to www.stadiacprecinct.com. And there's our project there for everyone to have a look at. We'll have um, um, Facebook and Instagram sites up as well. And, you know, we're looking forward to continuing discussion with the various stakeholders um, around Tasmania and, 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 of course, including the AFL. Paul Lennon, thanks so much for your time on Triple M. It's Triple M Breakfast. That's the way you do it. It's the ultimate state showdown. Tazzy Trivia. The Creative Homes $50,000 First Homes Builders Boost. Yes, $100 on the line right now. It is up for grabs for you, Hobart. One triple three five three is the number to call. Minnie from Grove, good morning to you. Good morning. What's happening in your world today, Minnie? I've got an appointment for my baby in Hobart. Excellent. How old's your baby? Oh, sorry, he's 15 months. 
15 months. How's it all going? New mum? What's What are you learning oh, about? I've got, be- I've got three boys, oh, so well, I'm not pro- that new at it. You're professional then. <laughs> but new to three, how's that juggle going? Yeah, good. He's an easy baby. He needs grommets, though, so I've got to see the anaesthetist oh, no. today. Okay, okay. Well, all the very best with that. Thank you. Uh, can we test your buzzer, please, Minnie? Minnie. Beautiful. You'll be taking on Luke from Old Beach. Good morning, Luke. Good morning. What's happening in your world today, Luke? Uh, not too much, really. Just on the way to work. On the, what do you do for a living, Luke? Uh, lawyer. Lawyer? Cheeves oh, was saying earlier that he thinks he might be in the wrong profession. No, cause... no. <laughs> I don't want to... There's so much stuff to learn when you're a lawyer, Luke, isn't there? Oh, I try to learn, yeah. <laughs> do you reckon some of those smarts will come in handy today with Tassie Trivia? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luke, can you test your buzzer, please? Uh, Luke. <laughs> Excellent. Here we go. Question number one. You get two of these, right? You get 100 bucks thanks to Creative's $50,000 First Homes Builders Boost. On now by Creative Homes. What local Tasmanian business is hosting a Learn to Fly open day tomorrow? Is it A, Sharp Airlines or B, Par Avion? Mini. Mini. Is it Par Avion? It is. Well done, Par Avion. Tomorrow at 115 Kennedy Drive, Cambridge, from 9am till 4pm. Visit paravion.com for all the details there. Wonderful stuff, Minnie. You're halfway to 100 bucks. Question number two. All parts of Tasmania that do not observe Royal Regatta Day have a public holiday on Monday the 6th of November. What is it for? Is it for A, out a eight hours day, or B, Recreation Day? Luke. Me? Luke. B, Recreation Day. That is correct, Luke. We've got a tiebreaker. Here we go. This is for 100 bucks. What is the name of the international tennis event taking place at the Domain Tennis Centre in early January? Is it A, the Tasmanian Open, or B, the Hobart International? Mini. Mini. It's the Hobart International. Mini, you've won 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative Yay. Homes. $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. What are you going to do with 100 Thank you. What are you going to do with 100 bucks, Mini? Oh, well, I'm in town. I might spend it. <laughs> spend it. Treat yourself. You could come back on Monday, though, if you like, for $200. No, I'll take my $100. Thank you so much. No problems, Minnie. All the very best for the appointment with the Dr. Luke. Bad luck. Thanks for playing. Minnie, you take care. Drive safe from Grove. It's a beautiful day. A little bit of showers later on today. Thanks to Creative $50,000 First Home Builders Boost. We'll be doing it all again on Monday. Love it when you text. I just had a little bit of croissant stuck in my teeth there. Love it when you text on 0488881073. Hey, Tubes. It's Mooney from Claremont. Just want to give out a shout-out to my beautiful partner, Melissa. Good on you, Mooney. Excellent work. Hey, I snooze for five minutes and use the quiet time first thing to plan my day and make sure I know all the crap I need to do from Scott. Good on you, Scotty talking about whether you're a snoozer or a uh, activator. I'm now an activator. Used to be a snoozer. You're on day two tubes. Day two of being an activator. (laughs) Uh, Matt and Clem, I want to give a shout out to my lovely partner, Serena. Fabulous mother mother to our four children and just a lovely person to go home to every day. That's lovely, Matthew. Love that. It's about time one of you guys had a name change. She who is currently known as Producer Rhea (laughs) shall now be known as Rhea or perhaps even Rock DJ Rhea. Oh, Have a great on. day. P.S. That's for you, Boss Phil. 
Okay. Hey, Tubes, here's an idea for the stadium. This comes from Trapper in Buckland. Why not build it near the airport instead of the CBD? If I can recall, there were plans a long, long time ago to build a big shopping centre there. They could build the performance next door to it as well as hotels, etc. And the traffic would get in and out easier than the CBD. Also up the bombers, cheers, Trapper. Didn't need that last bit, Trapper. Matt Brown, you're in the draw for the meat tray. Marcus is uh, from Fawcett. He's nominating his son, Lewis, to take part in the Learn to Fly experience. This one. Hi, guys. Can you please give a shout-out to Cloud9 Beauty in Percy Street, Bell Reeve? Call the salon today and get 20% off when booking with Ash or Kate and your first nail service. Call 62444461. Brooke says, hi, Rhea and Tubes. Shout-out to my gym, Raw Strength in Moona. Come lift weights. Thanks, Brooke. Good on you, Brooke, from New Norfolk. Love it. Excellent stuff. If you can call us too on one triple three five three, just like Sky from Humeville. Good morning, Sky. Good morning, Tubes. What have you got for us, Sky? Was a great interview with that developer for the naysayers. Right. Stadium to have it there with all those extra things. Yes. So I reckon Nick Street should put the ice rink at Mac Point. Put the ice rink at Mac Point and then put the stadium around at Regatta Point, like Paul Lennon, one of the proponents of a new stadium proposal at Regatta Point, that's got the tick of approval from not just the Regatta Association, but also the RSL, RSL, which is fantastic. Uh, I I guess they've had some consultation over a number of months there, Sky. And you reckon put an ice skating rink at Macquarie Point where they're currently proposing the stadium goes? And I reckon it needs to be like triple glaze so that all the tourists walking around can see in and it entices them in and then they're in the city area to shop. Yes. I like it, Being, a, being a figure skater myself for 30 years, I know what I'm saying. It draws people in. Oh, yeah. I love that, Sky. I don't mind that idea, maybe, because I've always thought... Well, if they're not going to put a stadium at that Macquarie Point area... What are they going to do with it? What are they going to do with it? That's a great yeah. idea, Sky. I don't mind yeah. it. This one, Thanks for your call on 13353. Our last text that's come through on 0488881073. Hi, Rare and Tubes. would love if you would remind people that we are on at Brook Street today from 4.30pm till 9pm. We have Isaac Westwood playing for the entire market. Cheers from the team at the Hobart Twilight Market. We know the Hobart Twilight Market is one of those great local producers, local performers type setups where you can just roll in, you can take your dog down, tie it up on the side there. They've got a special dog drinking station. Amazing stuff. Go along to the Twilight Market from 4.30pm today at the Brook Street Pier. What have you got on for the weekend, Chips? I'm going to Launceston today. I'm going for Launceston too. Do you want to drive together? Do you need? Do you want to come? Well, up I don't have anywhere to stay, so I'd also have to top and tail in your hotel room. Oh, uh, that can't happen. Not came for that. Okay. Uh, sorry, buddy. What are you going to London for? My, I've got a market on. What's your market? My behind closed drawers pre love clothing market. That That's on. called. You know what? That's called a dixer when you <laughs> ask someone a question and you, know, you know the, the answer, answer to yeah. it, and you're almost <laughs> plugging them. Tell us about your market. I know about your market, of course. It's just people selling their pre loved clothes um, on from eleven till two at. St Albie's Hall in Launceston. So if anyone listening to this podcast is in Launceston tomorrow on Saturday, feel free to come along and say hi. Um, but you're going up for the WBBL tubes. I am going up to watch my beloved Hurricanes. I've got a real soft spot for the WBBL. I think it's come a long way in its nine years. The ninth instalment starts 
tonight for the Hobart Hurricanes. Really excited to see them. Yeah, very exciting. And I'm sure you'll recap all of that for us on Monday. I certainly will. And I'm going to just try and keep dry for the rest of it. It's supposed to be like 60 mils of rain <laughs> yeah. on Saturday and 60 mils of rain on Sunday. That's 120 mils across two days. Just be safe out there. Hobart. But it's as you say, Tubes, humans are surprisingly waterproof. Yeah, we are. But that's a lot of rain. Too much? You reckon <laughs> that, that'll that, seep in? That might just, yeah. <laughs> Inflate me. My, my, my water my water weight might go up a little bit. I've got to do some running too, and I don't know how I'm going to go running in 60 miles of rain. But we'll Run on the it. spot. Run inside. Uh, I don't know. I hate treadmills, they say. So. Yeah. Anyway, have a good weekend. We'll catch you on Monday. Treat yourself. Bye. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.